Welcome back to another edition of Laying It Down. It is Monday, August 26th. Joined by Scout. Joined by someone else. Uh, member of the FFB, longtime guy, has uh, posted one winning season in seven years. And a championship. Uh, no championship. Not, not recognized. Um, and a championship. Known by sure. some as Jeremy Coldhands. Jeremy Collins. Welcome. Second time? Second time. Last cool. time I did this, I was... I had moved two times since the last time I did this. A lot has happened in your life since the last time you were on. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. Good yeah, to be great. back. Uh, Sloth, I don't know where he is or what he's doing, but we don't care. He's so, on the road again. Yeah. He's putting miles in on the car. But um, a lot of news in. Uh, in the NFL world. A lot of it revol- revolving around the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, top two players on the team. Um, it was reported at some point, what, Friday or Saturday, that Rodgers might just retire altogether. Um, and then Rodgers posted the MJ, Scotty Pippen, fist bump thing, reference to the last dance. What does it mean? Is it just like a F you to management? Is it, let's do this thing one more time and then we're out, we're going our different ways. Um, how'd you guys take that? What do you think will happen? And uh, start with Scout. Uh, my initial thought was like last dance. Mm-hmm. Last season together. Uh, let's do it up. Like fuck the Chicago Bulls management. That's basically all of it. I kind of was just like, I think it was everything. Uh, it's a great picture. And the fact that they mm-hmm. both posted the same exact thing was just epic. So that means you know that they're in communication. They've been talking. Um, and it, it's crazy, man, what the Packers are doing there. And then Zadarius Smith is like, I need a realtor in green Bay ASAP. Like hit me up on Twitter. Just, just crazy. Like they're running their best players basically out of town. And I, I'm not sure if it's something we've ever seen where you're basically, uh, like pulling the plug on your franchise. I've just never seen it before. So I hope the Packers win the Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams ship off. That would be great. Okay. Um, I mean, I think, like, he's not going to retire. He's going to come back. You know, he's not done in the NFL, not even close. Um, I think basically his posting of that last picture dance goes to how bad management can be. But the Bulls, Pippen and MJ, they were done there. You know, they didn't like the coaching. They didn't like management. You know, they were on the outs. And, you know, I think what's what's one more season rather than sitting? Because, you know, you, if he sits a year, he can train, he can do all that. But you're going to miss out on a lot. Um, I, I do think it's crazy that they're – the Green Bay's just letting them go like this. You know, you could do so much to try to get more in return. But, I mean, it's just a bad look for the franchise to go out and grab a quarterback and then offer your – Aaron Rodgers, the highest paid contract in the NFL, and him turn it down. Yep. I mean, just you got to be a really bad franchise, and that's going to speak volume for the next few years for that franchise, if not longer. Um, yeah. He was offered a restructured deal, make him most amount of money. Ownership has flown out, or the lack thereof ownership has flown out to his house over the offseason a couple times. Um, Devontae Adams was at a point, I think in June, he was saying they were almost done a deal to extend him. Um, now it's reported those deals, those negotiations are pretty much done. So I think they all come back together, give it one more go. Um, they were one play away from being in the Super Bowl. And uh, maybe if Rodgers runs it in instead of throws it in the dirt, we're talking a different story. But they got, they still have the team to do it. And, um, We'll see. I mean, we, we saw it last year with uh, Rodgers when he's got some some petty on his side. He wins MVPs, and he's a beast. So we'll see. Um, but if things don't work out right away during the season, it's going to get interesting real quick. Like if they start one and – I don't know what their schedule's like in the beginning, but if it, they go like one and four or something, mm. the, the cries for Jordan Love are going to be coming. I don't think they're going to be coming. I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, Rogers, if, you know, if he chooses to come back and he's going to play one more season, Devontae Adams as well, you know, Devontae Adams wants to get out of there 
if Rodgers isn't there because, you know, he's not going to deal with a rookie quarterback. He wants to go out and win mm-hmm. and ball out. I think this team might come to the call of Aaron Rodgers and they might make a push into the playoffs and possibly win it all. You know, it might be a favorite to bet on. They better make the playoffs with Rodgers at quarterback, especially in that division. Um, yeah, How so, bad do we think the Packers would be if Rodgers was like, you know what? I'm not playing this year. How how bad are the Packers? Um, like, I'm with you, Jay. I think the Packers suck. I think Michael Fleur has been riding the coattails of Rodgers, and I don't think he's a great coach. The record, the record uh, you know, he was good last year, but, ah, man. Let's see. Got, In that division, got, uh, I guess I'll give him six, best. but, I mean, they're, they don't do much. Not without Rodgers. No. Um, all right, so this is their schedule to start. Oh, no. Give me the wrong one. Um, buying time. Packers schedule. It's not showing me. Okay, well, Packers play week one against... Da, 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 da. Am I blind? I'm literally not seeing their logo for week one. Whatever. Um, they need <laughs> they to start out strong. Yeah, they're not even showing up. I don't know what's going on. So um, the Packers play the Houston Texans, the Jets, <laughs> and week one and two. So, oh. oh, wait, that's preseason. I'm a liar. Saints, Lions, Niners, Steelers. First four weeks. Could be two and two. I like four and oh or three and one. For them to start the season? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, they should, you're saying this with Rodgers? Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah, they should beat the Saints. They should beat the Lions. They should beat the Niners. The only tough game is probably Steelers. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, they do have Blake Bortles, though, if they lose Rodgers. And then People week five, <laughs> they play the Bengals. So, I mean, they could go 5-0 and oh to start the year. Yeah. And then they play the Bears. So, like, not worried, I guess. Yeah. Football team, Cardinals, like, <laughs> pretty easy, you know, speaking, you know, right now in uh, in July, if you're looking at yeah. it right now. Looks like they could, you know, mm. seven, uh, six and two, seven and one, eight, no. With Rodgers, obviously. You're right. Um, okay. Well, we also had some bad news. I guess that was bad news, depending on your outlook, but. Cam Akers, we had our first big injury. Uh, Cam Akers towards Achilles training, done for the year. Um, I think we, at least I was excited to maybe get Cam Akers on my fantasy team. Um, now Daryl Henderson has the job, and it's a question if the Rams go out and pick up uh, washed up Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, or maybe someone that gets cut in preseason maybe like a Mark Ingram, um, someone like that. But as it stands right now, it's Daryl Henderson's backfield. Does this injury affect your outlook on the Rams as a whole? Um, and how do you feel about Daryl Henderson in fantasy? Jay. I like Daryl Henderson. You know, I mean, it's an unfortunate injury. And, you know, who's to say what game makers could and couldn't have done. But I like Daryl Henderson. You know, he's going to go into the second season. He stayed healthy for all but mm-hmm. one game last season. And he put up some decent numbers as a rookie. Yeah, he was touching about 700, what was it, 700 to 800 yards rushing. Uh, I'm not sure it was his passing game, but um, I think the outlook can be there. You know, I think he can pick up where Cam Akers left off and definitely be in the top 15 to 20 for running backs. You know, I mean, he's a starter, so he you got to give him some notice. Yeah, starter in Sean McVay offense as running backs usually pretty good if you can stay healthy. Um, Scout, will you draft Henderson on your team where he's I being will, drafted right I now? Would, I will definitely draft him where he's going now. I believe it's fifth, sixth round is where he's right around as of this moment. So he's running back 21 off the board. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm comfortable taking him there. I think Cam Akers, obviously, his upside was tremendous, and yep. it's a really, really big blow. 
but I don't know if it affects the Rams really. I don't think it does at all. much. I, yeah, I think with like Cooper Cup out there, you know, you got to cover Tyler Higby. Um, and they have Woods too. So, I mean, they yeah, have Robert weapons. Woods. So, and now, and, now know, bringing in Stafford. So, I, I just feel like Henderson is going to get in there. He's going to do a serviceable job. He basically, if you look at the metrics, didn't outplay, so to speak, Cam Akers, but he held his own. He was right there in the same exact offense. So he he played well last year, given Mm -hmm. his opportunity. So now he's going to be the lone dog. I still don't think he gets the lion's share of the work. I still think McVay does some type of split, and I don't know who the backup's going to be. But I'm I'm thinking more like 70, 30, something like that versus, you know, like last year, uh, James Robinson was like 100% of the Jaguars yeah. touches. Like right. even even with this Cam Akers injury, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think he's they're going to get other running backs involved, maybe especially early down and have a Henderson come in for passing down work. Mm-hmm. But no, as far as the outlook on the Rams, I, I, I love the Rams this year still. Yeah. I think they're one in the division. Cam Akers are not. Um, and Stafford's used to not having a run game. So, yep. I mean, yeah, he's not one that yeah, needs. This is, this is nothing new for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> more bad news, more injury-related news. Uh, Michael Thomas, it was – he had ankle surgery in June. And uh, I guess the guys close to the organization didn't let it out. And uh, he's going to miss, like, a good amount of time. So, the Saints – don't know. We don't know who their starting quarterback is for sure, and I don't think we could name three of their current receivers in their receiver room. They might have the worst receiver um, depth chart right now in the NFL without Michael Thomas. I can't. Yeah. Just thought about it. Can't. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders <laughs> is gone from last year. Um, so, and you, Juwan you Johnson, <laughs> household name. There you go. So. Yeah. Um, oh, there is Traquan Smith. We do, we do know him. He made, the he only made a name, That's the only year. name I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Woody said three. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should have done two. Still can't. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I would say in regards to – I don't think the Saints are going to be much of a contender this year. Not given this news, I mean, who are they going to throw the ball to? Alvin Kamara. That's it. What's his um, what's his uh, expected? You know what? How late are we talking? Are we talking eight, what, four months? Weeks? I think. Yeah, like it. November. He's gonna, he's gonna be like in no, until November. So. And then I mean, it's he's like, is he gonna be okay? Is he gonna be okay right. in November? So. Right. Um, yeah, Drew Brees yeah. got out when he could, and. Uh, yeah. And he made the right choice. So. Uh, Alvin Kamara, though his boot, his stock in uh, fantasy football is. It's, this news is only going to help him, and I guess Trey. I think it kind of hurts him. It's interesting. You think it hurts him? Why? I mean, it, I mean, you know, I mean, it's let's be real. It's Alvin Kamara, so like, I don't think it's going to kill him. But you know, you can you can run that box in. You can cover Kamara with some of your better corners when you don't have to worry about the outside. You know, there's really no heavy threat on that receiving core. So why couldn't they like stack the box if Kamara was going to run it? Or you know, play a little more heavier coverage, bring a safety spy on him, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to have a harder time making production out of his touches, but I still think you know he's a top ten. I think without a doubt. Top when five. I heard this news, I was like, he's for to me, he's automatically my third running back off the board. He's going to get a hundred passes. Really, Sean? I think Sean Payton, if he does anything, he knows how to get his guys that are good in space with the ball. And I think Kamara's literally just going to be peppered with little screens, things like that. And he's going to be – he might even be a receiver at some point, and they just have Latavius Murray line up as yep. running back. Like I totally agree. I think Kamara – we know how versatile he is. I think we'll, we might see it even more this year because uh, those yeah, quarterbacks – With the injury – like, I mean, he's got, like, a little bit of an injury history. I mean, who's to say, like, you know, a large load like that might not tip the balance and he might sure. get hurt. Uh, sure, but I'm not. not I'm not going to try and predict the injury. I'm if if I'm if I have third pick in our draft and Cook and McCaffrey off the board, I'm taking Kamara. Not a question. Taking him. So. Yeah, I um, mean he's he's almost locked in for 100 100 uh, receptions, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, he yeah, might break he's gonna, extra game too. He'll break a receiving running back record. Like that's, a, it's absurd for a running back to catch a hundred passes. That's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's going to hundred, hundred balls for over a thousand yards. That's just receiving work. He's going to get the, 200 touch, 200 carries. Yep. Saints defense lost a lot of key guys too. So yeah. I don't, we'll get to NFC South in a bit, but I'm not, I'm They're not going to be coming behind quite a bit. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, yeah, Woody, we talked about this, uh, I think, earlier this week when the news broke. What the hell were they doing getting surgery in June and not in February? I don't know if it was like he had to heal because he had a previous surgery in the offseason, I believe. So I don't know if it was like something had to heal. And then oh, I didn't realize but that. it makes no there's no way like your star player like procrastinates getting surgery get back on the field. What do you think? Basically, did all last year. The delay, if it doesn't sound stupid, might have been due to a little bit of COVID. You know, Uh, maybe he may have been like a little nervous, or you know, like we know elective surgeries or like I don't know, or an issue. Uh, The news just came as a really big shock to me because it's literally it's the injury that he suffered during the season in Week One last year, (laughs) and it took you almost a full year to get surgery. It's just it's really mind boggling. I just don't understand it. Well, how many games did he play? Like what? Seven, seven, eight last year. He played like four or five. Yeah, he he didn't play a lot. He had forty receptions. He was great when he was in. Yeah, yeah he did I think fine. he played. If you count week one, I think he played five games. Yeah. Okay. Um. And yeah, he he was good when he came back, but he was, you know, he tried to, what, come back too early, and then this yeah. is probably what he hurt the ligament damage and everything when he tried to come back too soon. So. So where yeah. do you draft him? I don't know if you can. Um, yeah, draft him. I, 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 I would draft him stash. I mean, if you make it towards that playoff run. All right. When you draft him. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not what going round? to be. Let's see if what his CR is. If I feel comfortable with my team, you know, I know who I'm keeping already. If it all works out, I could see me taking him in like the eighth as like, Insurance for later. Uh, Ethan stash insurance for later because he will be coming back, and when he comes back, he should be coming back strong. Yeah. Do you have the ECR on that? I am scrolling twenty six right now. That's too. That's high around Juju Smith Schuster, uh, Cortland Sutton. Shout out to Dave, OBJ, <laughs> Brand Ayuk. No, I'm not doing it. Seems that. too high for me. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's still a little inflated. It has to be. There's no way that all of the experts have updated. Yeah. Um, so. So uh, one expert, his worst ranking right now is wide receiver 79. Okay. That's eight round. That's way dumb. So that's, that's like he might not play at all during fantasy. Yeah. That's what that sounds like. I don't know. What do you, I, I, I'm not going to have any Michael Thomas, I guess, because you, you're taking him in the eighth. You're taking him in the ninth. I'm not, I'm not touching him until maybe 10th round. I feel like I would be. I mean, he's got to be worth it at least. I mean, from that 11th to 16th, like if he's on the board from 11th to 16th. Well, I guess you could think of it for our league. Maybe he shouldn't fall that high or that low because you could keep him next year. Yeah, it's true. Ooh. So you draft in the eighth round, you get it. He's he's your seventh round pick next year. Yeah. So it could be yeah. a little level of you know drafting. You want to draft him a little early to keep him in the following year and just stash him. But yeah. I don't know. I, I I feel like I'd rather go for the chip versus plan for next year. Mm-hmm. Last bit of news before NFC South breakdown: uh, Deshaun Watson is going to report to camp to so he doesn't get fined fifty thousand dollars. Um, he's still like, everything is still pointing to, it's just, that's all he's doing it for is to not get fined. He won't play or anything. Um, however, he has not been put on the commissioner's exempt list or whatever, which means as of right now, he is still able to play even with all the legal things going on. Um, that can change any day, but I mean, if he finds out that he's good to go, he might get traded. Yeah, he won't. He won't play for the Texans. Yeah, the rumors are the Eagles, the Dolphins, and the Broncos. Um, 
if he can somehow play. It's going to be a PR nightmare for either one of these teams to trade for him. But I mean, if it's it's the like moral thing of like how much do you weigh winning and how much do you weigh doing it at all costs, the right way, I mean, not the right way. So it's in a tough situation. You know, the guy's That's getting drunk and nothing's been you know, solidified in court or, you know, proof has not been. And no criminal charges. So, like, that's kind of like just, you know, as of now, you know, if he did do it, horrible. But until it's proven, it's all just hearsay and he's being drugged through the mud and his career is taking a toll for something that could possibly just turn out to be ghost whispers. Why does this all come out when he decides he wants to leave? That's the – is he that good of a tipper? I don't know. Just a tip. Just, just a tip. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> NFC South breakdown. Uh, Jay, can you name the four teams in the NFC South without looking at your phone? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, got the, I got the I, know. I did I a know. little bit of research okay. for this. Okay. Okay. So who are they? Panthers. Uh-huh. Bucks. Nice. Um, Saints. Yes. And Falcons. Boom. Nice. Good work. Good. Um, we'll start with the champs, Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They finished 11 and 5 last year. Their over under is set at 11 and a half. Remember, there's an extra game. They are returning all 22 starters from yeah. their team. I don't know if that's ever been done before. That never happens in football. Um, everyone's returning, everybody's healthy. It was also just announced that Brady had been playing through a torn MCL or something. The dude's insane. He's 40. He's going to be 44 entering this year. And uh, they just got their rings. How do you. Matt. <laughs> so it's at 11 and a half. Yeah. Unbelievable. And they like open up and it's the field or whatever. It's crazy. It's stupid. Uh, over under set at 11 and a half. Do they repeat as. Actually, I don't think they. They didn't win the NFC South, right? No, they didn't. Do they repeat as Super Bowl champs? And uh, can they get that 12th win on the year to make the over better some money? Who wants to go? We'll give it to Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Um, I think they're under. Yeah? I think they finished 10 to 11. Um, you know, I mean, if you remember, they, they kind of they struggled a little bit at the beginning of last season. A lot of it, yeah. A lot. Like, we weren't even sure, you know, what was going to happen. Um, I think that that with like all that, those players returning, it's going to put them in a sweet spot to finish in that 10 to 11 range. Um, you know, they kind of want to like, you know, as long as they make the playoffs, but you know, you want to keep your players healthy, not kill them. Mm -hmm. They can go out there, ball out, have fun, keep Tom Brady's legs fresh, try not to get him hurt. Um, so that 10 to 11 range, I think is where they're at. Okay. Scout. It's a really good line. I feel like with the extra game, I want to lean towards the over. They what they hit ten last year, Wood? They went um, eleven and five. So they went eleven and five last year. Correct. Yeah, yeah I, I think they're going to go over here. I think historically, it's taken quarterbacks, you know, a few seasons to really come into grasp with this Bruce Arian system, and that's why the Bucks' offense struggled at the beginning of last year. Tom Brady was learning a new offense. Yeah. And, you know, it really seemed like he figured it out towards the better half of the season. And then obviously they go on and win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. They return every single starter that they have. And they got 11 wins last year. So I just quick did a rundown of their schedule and I did okay. basically worst case scenarios and I had them at uh, 12 wins. Yeah. Like I, I that, uh, basically any good team. I have them losing one to the Saints, Bills, Cowboys, Rams, give them a press. Rams Patriots, Dolphins, and they can win all of those games. <laughs> you have right. the Dolphins beating them. Yeah, I had Dolphins beating them, Patriots really? beating them, Rams beating them. Listen to the quarterbacks that Tom Brady and this great. Defense faces. He faces Sam Darnold twice, Zach Wilson, Jameis Winston, or Taysom Hill. 
Um, Carson Wentz, we don't know. Daniel Jones, Ryan Fitzpatrick, depends what day it is for him. Justin yeah. Fields, Jalen Hurts, Tua, old man Cam Newton or Mac Jones, uh, veteran Matt Stafford, veteran Matt Ryan, veteran Dak Prescott. The, the schedule can't get much easier for this team. No, it can't. Yeah, um, they, they, might, they might actually reach 12. Now that yeah, you list off quarterbacks, oof. Yeah. When I looked at that, um, I was like, the defense is too good, and Brady's not going to give the ball away six times to any of these defenses. So, yeah, the Rams will give them trouble, I think. Dallas, week one, I think the Bucks blow out Dallas. You think? I think Dax, Man, I think I'm, I'm, every dude, I'm not, I don't think it's going to take week time one. For I think it's going to take, yeah, it's I be prime time first game of the season. Um, Carson Wentz is a head case. Daniel Jones fumbles like it. He Don't faces like Jalen five rookie quarterbacks this year. So I'm all in on the Bucks running it back. Um, so you think you are they winning? You got them winning again? The Super Bowl? Yeah. No. Uh, Rams. Okay, so you don't have them getting out. Yeah, the, the Rams NFC. winning at all? Um, I think they represent the NFC. Okay. Taking the Rams to represent the NFC. I like that. Yeah. Um, football is just too hard. I know you have Tom Brady, but God, I don't know. So, do you think the Rams get home field advantage? Whoever gets that one spot, because it's only one team gets a buy this. Did they do that last year too? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that buy is huge. So I especially for the Bucks. But, but now they were wild card team last the, year. The Bucks have yeah. um, the Bucks have the easier schedule, the easier division. Yep. They legitimately could go. They could legitimately win 14, 15 games. Yeah. They only have really two hard games, Bills and – bless you, Bills and um, Rams. Yep. The, the, the rest of their shows. games are winnable, like really winnable. Yep. So uh, what else do I have on the Bucks? And this was – last year they lost both games to the Saints. Yeah. And not to mention Green Bay. Yep. And, uh, last dance. Yeah, we'll see so, what we get there. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I, think, I think we're – Jay's coming around. We're you pretty unanimous here for the over for the Bucks. Yeah, it just makes. Once you list the quarterbacks, yeah, it's kind of you know. Yeah, they're, they're crazy. They have an easy schedule. They get done against those quarterbacks, and they do not win at all. Yeah. Um, we will go on to the division winners. The NFC South, New Orleans Saints, went twelve and four last season. Um, big news is Drew Brees retired. Some would say they are better off without him. Um, I would not. Their Vegas doesn't think so either. Their line is at nine. Over under is at nine wins this season. Um, we have n- Michael Tom. This is. I looked at the line today. It's still at nine, even with the Michael Thomas news. Makes no sense to me. Still at nine. Um, yeah, that's bold. I think the only reason it is there is because Sean Payton is the coach, and he figured he figured last year he did a great job with what little they had. Michael Thomas out multiple receivers out, Breeze out, um, and they were able to beat the Super Bowl champs twice. So um, what are your thoughts on the Saints this year? We kind of got into it with Michael Thomas, but I'm out on him. Keep it short and sweet. Uh, under under nine for me, Scout. Yeah, I'm going under here for the Saints. I don't know how they can even come close to replicating last year. With Granted, they didn't have Michael Thomas a lot last year, and, you know, Drew Brees got hurt last year, too. So it's not really anything new that we're seeing. Uh, but, man, I, I just don't see how they beat the Bucks. So that's on two mm-hmm. <laughs> in their own division. And then they got a, two basically random draws against the Titans and the Seahawks. Those are two tough games. They got the Bills. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how they get to nine. Yeah. They lost key pieces on their defense. Yep. Isn't Marshawn Lattimore in trouble? Didn't he do something stupid? Yep. So, yeah, fade the Saints. They lost Alex Alzone on defense, Quan Alexander, Janoris Jenkins, Trey Henderson, Hendrickson. So, yeah, their defense is going to be bad. Offense, who knows? Jay? Um, oh, I have them well under, well under nine. I have them in the four range. Woo, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I do. 
What, you go with Jameis? Jameis could barely win. He was putting up huge numbers, but there's interceptions you can't contain. Um, he, has no, he had better weapons. 8-8, eight eight, Jameis? Put, you're giving him four wins? Uh, when he had, he was eight and eight when he had weapons. He yeah, no weapons. Now he's got Sean Payton. His offense is Sean Payton, Alvin Kamara, and then what? I'm just Sean Payton's, you know, big big guy there. I just I just don't think that. But with that schedule, like you were mentioning, they have some tough bouts to go up against. So you're, you're, the lack are you thinking of, last in the division? Yeah. Okay. I think the Saints are horrendous this year. Wow. Love the I, I, I agree. I agree with you. Last one division, I agree with you with that. I just I don't think they have the weapons, the team to do it. Um, I think by the time they finally get Michael Thomas back, it's not going to be enough to save them. Mm-hmm. I think you know with some of the teams they're facing, I mean it's going to be blowouts. Yeah, you know the you know well coaching across, they can dominate on like they can't dominate on either side of the ball. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, Carolina Panthers finished five and eleven last year. McCaffrey got hurt early on. Yeah. Um, Teddy Two Gloves is gone. He's in Denver now. They brought in Sam Darnold. The over under is set at seven and a half for the Carolina Panthers. Um, Mike Davis is also gone. Who he's who replaced McCaffrey during his timeout and. Uh, yeah, this is a interesting, young, weird team. Um, Matt Rule back for year two. Sam Darnold, Robbie, An- Sam Darnold is the. It all depends on him. Um, they didn't pick up his fifth year option, so they're really, if they don't like what they see, they're going to cut bait with them, draft someone good. Um, but they have the weapons. It's all comes down to Sam Darnold. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that, Scout? I don't know, man. I they would they win how many games they win last year? Four. They won five. Five. Yeah. No way they're getting to eight. But they won five with a lot of games missing McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you think McCaffrey's worth three wins? He could be. Three wins is a lot for a running back. I know we just talked about Cam Akers not even affecting the Rams. Granted, I get it's McCaffrey. So you can spot him in for a game or two, but he's not worth three games. And it's debatable whether they even got an upgraded quarterback over two gloves versus, uh, you know, uh, I'm seeing ghost Sam Darnold. So in the last four games of the season for the Panthers are the Bills, Bucks, Saints, Bucks. So that, I think I think uh, that final game is the Bucks going to rest their players and they get that win. To oh, okay. <laughs> it's going to be a sweat job, but they'll go. They'll get that eighth win. I st- I still don't think they can get. It. I'm looking their schedule right now. I, I don't like the Cardinals this year at all. I don't know. It's tough because I I actually think I like Matt Rule. I I think he's a pretty good coach, even though he doesn't practice red zone. Mm. But, boy, I think tough sledding for me to get an extra three wins when we haven't even seen Sam Darnold be competent. Yeah. Um, so, you, Jay, are you in on Panthers here? No, I think they finished around five to six. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you know, Like, this division McCaffrey- sucks. Yeah. It's tough to say. You know, McCaffrey broke my heart last year, so I wish nothing but mm. the worst for them. Oh. <laughs> I hope they have a horrible season. Well, okay. Damn. Yeah. Okay. No, but I, I do think they have a good squad. I think Sam Darnold puts up a even if he puts up a half decent season, they could touch seven wins. But you know, it all comes down to how he plays. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I do think McCaffrey can carry wins. Yeah, we're gonna find out if Sam Darnold's good or not. No one's good except Peyton Manning with Adam Gase. Um, yep. Adam Gase can thank Peyton Manning for getting him all those jobs. Yep. He's now an offensive coordinator in high school, I believe. Adam Gase. Shouldn't, shouldn't even be allowed. Imagine being a kid on that offense. That sucks. sucks. Adam Gase is your, head, your offensive like the, coordinator. The least amount of plays in your whole high school division. They're running wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Full back dive, left, right, and sweeps. Oh, that's man. It. Um, that's the high school team that never throws a pass. 
Correct. You know, if you're Adam Gase and you, you know, you have your time in the NFL and it's horrible, and then you have to drop all the way back down to high school because you can't get a job anywhere else, you <laughs> can just hang it up. You know, Josh McCann does it because, you know, he's a good guy. And, you know, he's a stud. Adam right. Gase is just, God, man, let it go. Yeah. We'll see if he can hang with the high school kids. I don't know. I don't know. They're going to eat him up. Yeah. Um, last team we'll touch on, NFC South, Atlanta Falcons. Wait, boy, you, you're you're out on the Panthers, right? I, I have the over? over here. I have the over here. I think Sam you Darnold you bugging. puts it together, um, gets some eight wins. It's going to be ugly. But I think they get eight wins. So, okay. I don't know. We'll see. They got. Um, this division stinks. They don't have to face an opponent coming division. off a bye. And they have two game, two opponents saying? coming off a Monday night game. So they have two opponents this year on short rest. And there's no team that has an extra week to prepare for them this season. Um, I don't know how much you believe in any of that. But You're talking about the Panthers? Yeah. I told you, they have a bye, and then they play the Falcons. The Bills, the Bucks, the Saints, the Bucks. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to get. They're gonna have to get seven wins in in the first ten weeks. That ain't happening. We'll see. <laughs> I'm taking the over on these guys. Yeah, I'm taking them easy. I think they're gonna get eight. Um, Atlanta Falcons finished four and twelve last year. Their total is set at seven and a half. Oh they are tied with the Panthers in that regard. Um, New head coach, Arthur Smith, was the OC we've talked about plenty. Um, he was the OC for the Titans. A lot of two tight end sets. And then they go and draft Kyle Pitts, who is has all the hype in the world to be the best tight end we've ever seen. Um, with that being said, Julio Jones is no longer there. The Falcons blew nine halftime leads last season. Mm. They blew, um, I think, four four leads while leading with two minutes or five minutes left in the fourth quarter. They were really good at doing that. Um, uh, what are your thoughts? Can they get eight? Uh, seems like on first impression scout is out on the Falcons. I'm so out on the Falcons. It's not even funny. A first year, first year coach coming into the Falcons. I think Arthur Smith might be a bit overrated because he has Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill 2.0. Matt Ryan sucks without Julio Jones, and he's gone. Mm -hmm. Calvin Ridley has his foot thing going on. I don't know, man. Kyle Pitts, I don't think he's good, but he ain't the savior under. You don't think he's good? No, he's good, but he's not the savior. He's a tight end. They also added Mike Davis. They did. That's going to be their – Running back, and it looks like they're only running back. There's no one they're that's facto gonna... running back. Which yeah. he did look pretty when he when he took over for McCaffrey. He, you know, he did a very good job. So who's to say? The Falcons have no defense. Man, I'm so out on the Falcons. They won four games What's last their, year. What are we saying over on roll? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yep. I mean, if I took the under on two teams, I have to believe these. They take they go over seven and a half. So. Yeah, well, you you hate the Saints, so. <laughs> no, the Saints are fucking dumb. They're, yeah, yeah, they're done. Um, oh, I, man, think they, man. I think they have the offense to get it done. It depends how this coach goes. You know, if they I can get over the stigma of comeback losses, then they they'll be golden. Because look, Matt Ryan's good, and he can do a good job working with a new coach to get him involved and caught up to speed. And with the addition of Mike Davis, Kyle Pitts, you know, and then they have Hayden Hurst. So, like, mm-hmm. if they're running that double tight end, it's two scary tight ends. Because mm-hmm. if you cover Kyle Pitts, you still got Hayden Hurst, who's who's very, like, you know, he's he can get the job done. Yeah. Uh, Russell Gage, you know, he's he's get he's going to have another season under his belt. Could do mm-hmm. a good job. Could be useful in some fantasy situations this year. And then if Calvin Ridley can get it going. You know, he's it could be a good spot. He's a they, could stud. they could get it done. Their schedule's not I um, just peaked at. I think it's, their team got better. They have the Jets, Even the Jags, and the Lions. They literally have three layup games in a trash division. They might just get it mm-hmm. like and not even try. So I might have to switch here, unfortunately. So seven 
Plot twist, um, Falcons win the division. The Falcons only have seven home games this year because of the added week, and they're playing a home game technically in London. Um, just something to consider. Uh, I am, I'm all in on the over here. Um, they had, whether it's bad luck or bad coaching, bad play, accumulation of all of it, um, they lost 8 of 10 one-score games, which is like historically bad. Um, Julio obviously gone. We know Matt Ryan isn't great when Julio's not on the field. Um, but I think Calvin Ridley might might be good enough to get it done. He's so good. Um, Russell Gage is it's a huge chance for him to step up. He stepped up a bit last year. Um, Mike Davis sure is is viable, um, but we did see him kind of burn out near the end of the last year. I they need to pick up another running back if they want to win games. Um, because Matt or Mike Davis, I don't know. I think he he burns out again. We saw it last year. Um, maybe it's different now that he knows he's going to be the guy. But Kyle Pitts has a ton a uh, ton of expectations on him. Defense is not any better. They actually played better than they should have last year defensively, and that wasn't even good. So uh, I like betting overs in general with the Falcons next year. I think it's going to be a lot of points given up and getting for the Falcons. So with that, I'll also just take the over. The schedule is, I think they split at least with the Panthers and the Saints. So um, maybe there's a chance they sweep one of them. I don't think they touch the Bucks, but just playing and the they Jets. they play the NFC East. Yeah, yeah. So give me give me eight, nine wins for them this year. And uh, yeah, I think the Saints finished last in the division. With four wins. The Panthers finished last in the division. No. Not if, not if McCaffrey plays a full season. Sean Payton's not going to finish last in the division. Sean Payton is bomb. So are the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the pan- this schedule is pretty light looking at it. Look, so Sean Payton's going to have eight. They, they might get eight wins. They might get eight wins. They'll get eight okay. wins. Um, all right. That'll wrap up. NFC South. We got Nerd Alert. They released Madden rookie rankings. Um, Kyle Pitts is the top guy with 81 overall. You got Trevor Lawrence at 78. Jalen Waddell at 76. Patrick Sertan at 76. Zach Wilson at 75. Jamar Chase, 75. Devontae Smith, 75. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, both at 74. And Mac Jones wasn't listed on the list I was looking at, so he must be like 70. Um, so I think... Right off the bat, being an 81 overall, never playing a snap on the field. Um, I don't know what the uh, ratings guys are thinking there with Kyle Pitts. Everybody, ends, everybody is big on Kyle Pitts, I guess. I think with how the ratings work for tight ends in Madden, it's a little more modest. So I think you can kind of equate that to being similar to like a 78 in that range. Okay. If I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have Zach Wilson ahead of Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Focus. Dude, he looks like he looks like a ten year old. Dude, I don't know. I don't know about Zach Wilson. And then once I saw him, no one's even talking about him. Yeah, I mean, like I guess he throws a nice spiral, but I don't know. You better be able to. Well, yeah, if you're in the NFL. You've seen Peyton Manning throw the ball, right? <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll see. Um. I think Madden comes out in a couple weeks, mid of August, maybe. Yeah, it should be mid August or early September. Trevor Lawrence should have been the highest rated player in this. This is absurd. Trevor Lawrence should have been 82. I mean, I think he's fine at 78, but he should just be the highest. Right. What was Andrew Luck's rookie? We're looking it up. I don't know. 99, probably. Stud. Like. Trevor Lawrence is literally like the next coming of Andrew Luck. Like the he's a, a can't miss prospect. So I'm just curious what he was coming out of the league. Madden. Oh, something else we didn't mention. Melvin Gordon signed with uh, Steelers. So got another edge. Melvin Gordon from the Chargers. Yeah. Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram. I mean, yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, that, that Steelers defense could be pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. all depends on Noodle Arm Big Ben. 
Yeah. We'll see. And, uh, you know, I mean, if uh, Big Ben can get through what he got through, I don't see why. Deshaun Watson can't. <laughs> Something to say. <laughs> Something to monitor. I don't know if if this was his rookie year or not, but I'm seeing an 84 for Andrew Luck. Wow. Uh, and then RG3 got an 83. Did they come out the same year? They're the same. Back-to-back -back picks, right? They're one and two, yeah. Yeah. 84 and Rip. 83 for the that draft class. Yeah, Damn. so Man. I think we're uh, I think we're sleeping here a little bit on Trevor Lawrence. Just saying. Okay. Um, we got. Matt. What's your fantasy? Two questions here. One, <laughs> if you got to pick your draft spot, what spot would you want after doing looking at ADPs and stuff, getting a feel for things? What's your sweet spot right now? And. Uh, for our league, it's been determined. You will. Everybody's name will be on a pong ball and a hat. You'll blindly pick that name. You can look at it, and then the cups will be one through ten. You will see the numbers. So, for instance, if I pick Jay out of the hat and uh, I get, I shoot, hit the seven cup. Jay is drafting seventh. So, Jay, if you grab. The ball. You look at the name, and it's your name. Where? Where? What cup are you aiming for? I thought I didn't think you could pick your. your do your own. If you if you get it, you get it. Yeah, wow. it, it's yeah. Um, so I've All actually right. I've actually been pretty ready for this draft. I think I'm okay. proud. Uh, mm -hmm. I kind of got a plan and a strategy for where I'm, with it. Where where I'm, how I'm keep, like who I'm keeping. Yeah, I kind of have a strategy for how I would go about each one. So I think my idea Jay, are you I'm, keeping this the? Are you keeping that your guy, no matter where you, no matter where you pick? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I have to. It's just my best option. Yeah, CD Lamb's a good pick. Yes, yeah, CD Lamb. Yeah, it's it's no secret. <laughs> uh, what tenth uh, round, right? Ninth. Ninth. So we have yeah. to keep it up because that's right. That's right. That's right. That's a good pick. Mm -hmm. CD in the ninth. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. projected to go fourth to fifth round. Yeah, it's good value. Mock draft, so for sure, I can live with that, and it, it allows me some freedom. So I want to draft in around the six to eight spot, eighth preferably. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I had the first last year. Took McCaffrey. Came out. I thought I was the big dog. You had a really good draft. I don't know if you listened to last. I don't know if it was the last part or the one before, but I gave you props on your draft. I tried. I tried. I really did. Injuries. Injury bug hit you. Yeah. You know. Pretty um, but I, I, I took what how my team shaped out last year and it kind of gave me an idea of how I want to draft this year. So I think that eight spot, the eighth spot for me is ideal. And then if, if I couldn't have the eighth, probably the fourth or fifth. Okay. Would, would be where I want to be. So you want four through eight? That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's, First I want two, for me. two, one, two, ten. I don't. I don't want any parts of the middle. None. I want one or three. Like or one three. or three or one. Two. Okay. I'll take top three. I'm cool with top three. Um, I don't want three. Did you see a couple of the mock drafts having Kelsey going third in some drafts? Third overall. Yeah. So we nah, think Sloth yeah. Analytics might be doing something like that. We oh think Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Titans. I, mean, dude, I will say, having Travis Kelsey last year, you kind of don't realize how valuable it is. Fair. Because, like, it's a it's a plug-and-play that you can sit there, you're like, he's going to go get me top mm -hmm. receiver numbers. Mm -hmm. And I can, you know, it takes a lot of stress off having a solid tight end when there's not many. Yeah, you, know? you don't have to sit on the waiver wire each week and stream tight end, which is brutal. Yeah. Unless you pick George Kittle in the third round and he gets hurt. Hmm. Could do that, too. Yeah. Um, with the news, Cam Akers out. Who you want, Daryl Henderson or Josh Jacobs? Um, Josh Jacobs is dealing with Kenyon Drake, who they just signed for a fair amount of money in Las Vegas. And Daryl Henderson doesn't really have much of a backup. So um, they're being drafted around the same spot currently. Um, I personally would lead, lean Daryl Henderson. Um, I think this McVay offense is going to, go off this year. They finally have a quarterback that can actually run the offense he wants to run. And uh, 
he's got weapons in the Stafford has weapons in the passing game. And uh, if Daryl Henderson can keep it together, I'm a fan. So I'll lean Henderson here. Jay? Oh, man, I'm all in on Daryl Henderson over Josh Jacobs. I just, I don't, I've just never really been like too fond of Josh Jacobs. Yeah. I mean, he puts up, I just don't think he's anything, like he's a good running back, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, he's had the load and yeah. it just hasn't really done much with it in his first two seasons. I think Daryl Henderson in that offense could really do some damage if they use them properly. Mm-hmm. So I'm going Daryl Henderson over Josh Jacobs. I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to be on many championship rosters, but I could see Daryl Henderson sneaking up for a couple people's picks. Okay. Yeah. I, for me, it's Daryl Henderson by um, a mile. I had Josh Jacobs last year and watching Raiders games, <laughs> John Gruden literally takes him out for entire series at a time. He'll play the first two series and then he'll sit him for the third. He won't mm-hmm. even sit, won't even see the field. And now with a better backup at Kenyon Drake than they had for uh, Devontae Booker, I don't know how anybody is excited about Josh Jacobs this year. I don't know how I don't know how you could be excited. He's I, I wanna say he's in the running back dead zone. Couldn't be me taking Josh Jacobs. I don't even think I would take him even if he fell. He's probably on my do not draft list with Odell Beckham Jr. Damn. Okay. Jay, do you have a do not uh, draft list? Um I do. Same. McCaffrey, McCaffrey's on it. <laughs> <laughs> So you get the 101 and you're not taking McCaffrey? Nope. All right, I'm shooting for the one. I want the I want the two spot. I'll, I'll go Dalvin. Yeah, I I want I want number two, baby. Look, man, I had the heartbreak. That's fine. It I it, I get it. Um wrap it I up. Pick Michael Thomas. Rip. <laughs> best worst of the week. Jay, you got you got a best worst of the week? Well, explain to me what you mean best worst like best in the NFL. So you don't listen it's to the personal. podcast. Personal. Um, best much. worst of the week. What was your best thing that happened to you during the week? Not doesn't have to be sports related. Worst thing that happened to you during the week. Worst thing that so best and worst. Oof. Mm-hmm. I had a pretty good week. It was pretty good. busy. Good. Um, hmm. I have a pretty good life. I don't know. Well, you got to pick something. I think the best thing was, you know, having off on my Saturday night to like really enjoy that party at Max's. You know, we all went to go sit on the dock, watch boats go by, decorate, drink, crushing beers. I think the worst thing that could have happened was James had got a little nervous and tore up some of our sheets on our bed. Mmm. Yeah. Like a sixty dollar mm. like, mm. sheet. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, best of the week. I'm unemployed right now. Hey. Great. As of Monday. Nice. Shout Still can't get him on. Shout Shout you. That's not true. I, Woody and I have been catching dubs. you just not on. So, I mean, Woody caught two dubs. That might have been my best of the week. Honestly, we were, mm. we're feeling good. Worst of the week. Uh, Jay doesn't listen to the pod. Well, we kind of knew that, but yeah, but like it's confirmed he didn't yeah. even know what yeah, the best worst of the week was. Okay, um, I, I will listen to the next five podcasts. Okay, but you, so this just this just proved that you like have never listened to one. Well, you, but, if you, if you <laughs> no, I, I've listened. I've listened to like the one I was on originally, and then I've listened uh, to selfish. two cents, mm-hmm. and then like you don't have to listen to. You know, we don't have to have Dude, an automatic download you know, or whatever. You know the promise, I love podcasts, but God damn, Joe awesome. Rogan takes up like three hours of my life mm. every few days with his podcast. He may be superior. Yeah, that's like funny. if you, that's fine if you want to listen to him over us. <laughs> but I mean, at least throw us in there once in a while. All right, you can hear uh, Sloth talk to like mumble like this. That's another thing. Like I, I see snippets of. Slots, hot takes, and I'm like, oh my god, my head hurts. Yeah, they're they're brutal. They're hot. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Uh, best of the week. Did some more grilling by the pool this week. Clean uh, grills, huh? Yeah, very good. How's the how's the mask? 
How's the mask? Um, well, rebelling? you have to wear a mask indoors um, over here. Well, CDC might make that everywhere. Apparently. Yeah, we're just we're gonna just go through it again. I guess I don't know, but uh, to be honest, I don't really go anywhere. So, dude, I was it, in, it doesn't like me and Sloth were talking the other day. I was like, I could use another shutdown. <laughs> just game all the time. It was It was awesome. Like for me, I was you know my life didn't change much. I was working, saving a bunch of money, and just play Call of Duty with all you guys. It was, it was awesome. a beautiful time. It was peaceful, yeah. tranquil. Mm-hmm. No, I I mean. Yeah, maybe I, I'm not against like, yeah, I'm down. Uh, the, the, we have football, side, I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone stays aside, but NFL. Uh, <laughs> worst, worst of the week, it's going to be a future worst of the week. I just Ooh. extended my car lease again to the full extension, so I don't have to worry about it now. So we'll circle back in October <laughs> when that thing's up. Um Dude, Probably you guys not should just buy like a little beater out there, a little beater Prius. You guys should get a Prius out there. Guess over four. So many five. Priuses out here. Get an electric car. Yeah, get a Tesla. Hmm. Right, that's that's a big thing out there. You got a lot of stations, I assume. Yeah, this one, there's a couple right out, right out near the complex. There you go. What's the longest you've ever sat in traffic out there? Um, I mean, well, to be honest, I don't. I try and not leave the house like ever. So. Um, it's, it's a different type of traffic. Like it's like, what is always <laughs> moving? You're moving, but it's slow where if like, like in New Jersey and stuff, like you'll be at dead stops. It's just the process of getting anywhere is just long. Like something that's five miles is like worth debating about if it's worth the trip. Why do you guys never talk about hockey? I mean, uh, well, we don't, how do really, you know? We don't, we, <laughs> yeah, the flyers made a big a trade. Like, what was the trade? What do you without looking it up? I, it was uh, I don't know, well, but I heard like you traded case. a bunch of stuff away and got nothing. Like actually nothing. It was a bad trade. Essentially, there was a lot of bad trades. Oh, the head. Worst. Yeah, it was bad. Seattle Kraken podcast. Seattle Kraken. Oh, worst of the week was Sean Kemp's shirt. Jesus, mm, that, that was, was bad. Oh, that shout out tight. Giannis, Giannis and the Bucks. Congrats, big oh, yeah. basketball podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, that happened. So, uh, Bucks and six, like I said last pod. Mm. So, called it. All right, we got anything else before we wrap it up? Always. Yeah. Good. Um, Team USA really needs to get their shit together. They just lost to the France today. And Bums. they don't deserve it. Like they have no chemistry. Absolutely zero. Like Who's Kevin Durant, Popovich. Hmm. Coach Steve Kerr and I think um, Jay Wright. And I know they don't have the best roster they could possibly have, but they don't have a bad roster. Like they don't. They have Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard. That's all you that need. Should be, that should be enough there, right there. But they have Bam Adebayo, Drew Holiday just joined, and Devin Booker. Like they have. Uh, I don't like them, but Draymond is on the bench. They have Jason Tatum. Like they have a good team and. I don't know. I watched them get a rebound and kicked it out. Brick. Oh, and they have Zach Levine. Brick kicked it out. Dame Lillard passed to the corner. Literally nobody within eight feet of Drew Holiday in and out, and they (laughs) lose the game. Maybe it's a different ball. It could be. FIBA was a little different, but we didn't even score 80 points. That's crazy. It was, yeah. Like they have Rudy Gobert, Nick Batum, and Evan Fournier puts up twenty eight points. Come on, bro. Let's mm. let's get it together, guys. All right. Uh that'll do it. Be back next week. YouTube. Actually not I've not been putting on YouTube. Uh Instagram, Twitter, Jeez. Twitch, follow, subscribe. Leave a rating. Leave a nice five star rating. Get entered into Woody Lid Duck Race. Huh? Was that Did anybody do that yet? No. Damn. Yeah. You have a whole, a whole week and nobody's done know. it. Done what? Um, Five stars on what? You have to listen back. Podcast. We need, we're trying to bump up the reviews, man. We got some schlubs giving us a two star review with no reason. With no no verbiage. Just, just oh, a two star you. review. I got you. So. On what? Spotify? Yeah. Uh, Apple. 
Um, so yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, I got nothing more to add. Later, haters. Later, skaters. Oh.